Welcome to the Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa, where we discuss dating and other significant relationships. So we're back, Poppy, and it has been quite a year. We've had a little snow. We've had some, um, you know, good games leading up for the Super Bowl. I'm um, jazzed, man. I'm Tom Brady retired. I know, right? <laughs> NFL's blowing up with their, you know, mess and drama. It's been a lot, man. Right. So today we're talking about love boredom, which I don't know how anybody could be in 20 20 to 20, whatever, like all the stuff going on in the world. How do you find boredom and love? But apparently it is something that, you know, I don't know about you, but I have found myself there before. Absolutely. Um, I And like, here's the thing. Sometimes you're experiencing it and you don't even realize it mm-hmm. or you don't even notice that it's happening until you really uh, kind of step outside of that box and realize like, damn, like mm-hmm. this is stale this is boring or this is i'm not having fun like i was before and 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 there's a lot of you know so many variables so many x factors um with this uh and i do believe that people tend to be creatures of habit Mm -hmm. and sometimes we get to a point where we get too comfortable within the relationship or something that I've noticed um, just on myself or on other people is that you get so close or so absorbed by that relationship that you end up losing your individuality. Yes, it's a real balance, uh, Jorge, with that. I, I found that to be true myself. And I think a lot of times, even with the boredom, when you're bored with yourself and you haven't grown, you haven't challenged you you haven't grown out of your box in 10 20 years or however long you've been together it can be very challenging to just sit still and be okay with that a lot of people will run from themselves i found i was a runner for myself i think my first um first 20 30 years i was always you know seeking outside myself to be entertained or to be um loved or whatever the case may have been. And I think for so many people, it's easier to turn your attention and find something to distract you when the real problem may be within, which is one of the uh, tips. We did a little research as we like to do on the show. So uh, it'll be in our uh, show notes in the description, but bustle uh, www.bustle.com has a wellness article written by Carolyn Steber and Christine Filizar. Uh, from December 16th, 2021 um, update that talks about 30 things to do when you're feeling bored in your relationship. Mm. Um, And you know what? There were a few things. This is one of the things that stood out uh, to me about the article, Poppy. There were a couple of things that maybe talked about sex and, you know, we'll go over some of the things that we found as highlights for the list, but most of the items on the 30 items weren't about sex whatsoever. Good. And I'm glad because I feel like, and it's funny because while preparing for this show, um, I asked a couple of people, mm-hmm. uh, male and female, and I asked them like, Hey, so, um, and these were people that have been in long-term relationships mm-hmm. or been married for a long time. And I asked them, Hey, so what do you do when you feel like the relationships get boring or stale? Mm-hmm. 
And it's funny how both of them automatically went with spicing up the bedroom. Right. And listen, don't get me wrong. That, nothing that, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with yeah. that. That absolutely has its place. But um, the angle that we want to approach with this is that what other things, mm-hmm. what other avenues can you pursue even outside of the bedroom that you can do to try to spruce things up yeah. or jazz things up within your relationship or marriage or you know whatever label you want to call it right your open situation exactly um but don't you think sometimes so poppy like just hearing those stories don't you think sometimes people are using sex as a distraction as far as trying to avoid whatever really might be going on in a relationship like you know if you're really bored is it really about sex? Like, is everything else in the relationship okay? Or are you just using sex to kind of give yourself by some time, if you will? Like, it's it's a distraction. Like, I have found um, in some relationships that that's a go-to for people. So it's sort of like, I'll just throw some crumbs his way or her way and just appease them for now. So if we, you know, if I do have sex maybe one or tw- two times more a week, then maybe I don't have to hear the complaint and the money issues, the, right. you know, whatever the core issue may be. I, sometimes I think people may use it. Now, sometimes sex can be the core issue. Everything else might be right. And that's what's, you know, going wrong. But uh, oftentimes I've just listened to people talk about their relationships and even through some that I've experienced where there's really a core issue that needs to be addressed in the relationship that maybe you need to go to counseling for. Maybe it's not about spicing up the bedroom as much as it's about, we need to reconnect on an emotional, spiritual, mental level and then let it flow out into our, you know, our sexual relationship. Or or maybe you're settling with somebody that you're not really compatible with. Mm. And I'll give you an example. If you are like an adrenaline junkie or mm-hmm. daredevil and your mate is somebody who's the complete opposite of that Mm -hmm. so you're telling your boyfriend or girlfriend or you know husband and wife hey i really want to go you know Mm -hmm. skydive they're gonna be like are you crazy i'm not doing that right because they may or may not want to do that i know i'm one of those people i would never want to skydive right but that's just because i don't know i don't really like heights (laughs) (laughs) And, exactly. the whole, out of and the whole idea of jumping from a fucking airplane just scares the living daylights out of me. Absolutely. I mean, I, I listen, I only fly if I have to. I, I'm not a big flyer either. Mm-hmm. Just the whole idea, just being up know, there in the air. Yeah, yeah, being up there in the air for super long does. Now, I like kinda... to be in the plane, Poppy, but I don't want to jump out of it. I, just, <laughs> I don't want to. But then at that point, somewhere. but that's the thing, right? You yeah. have to know yourself yeah. and who you are. And you also have to make sure that you're finding your yin to your yang, because if you yeah. are a big daredevil and then whoever you're, you know, courting or dating or whoever you're in a relationship with, if they're the complete opposite of that, yeah. then that's something that you're either going to have to be okay with doing right. those things alone, right. or you're going to have to understand that it's going to be hard for this person to, to go join you. Yes. Especially if they're deathly afraid of something like that. So. I mean, or you may have somebody who, you know, your husband might be a big sports fan. Exactly. Now, I don't um, care about doing that because I want to be over at the ball game or whatever. And then you, you know, you have some women who, you know, they don't mind the um, to partaking in it. Mm-hmm. But are they going to be every Sunday want to go to the game? I mean, so those are things yeah. that I feel like as we get to know each other, like those are things that you want to 
like me personally, I'm upfront about who I am and what I'm into. Because the way I see it is I want you to know from the very beginning who I am, Mm -hmm. what I'm into, and what I'm about. Because the worst thing or the worst feeling is, is that you're getting to know someone, but they're hiding this complete other side of them that you're like, whoa, wait a minute. I didn't know you were this. I didn't know you were that. Can we say red flags? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and honestly, people change. We evolve. If our taste buds change every seven years, clearly we should be changing as we, you know, get more information. We have more experiences, whatever the case may be. But, you know, I challenge um, anybody who goes into a relationship and says, well, this is just me. You know, this is who I am. This is what you're getting. I'm not changing. The I'm not changing or I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to meet you halfway. We're not going to find something that we can meet in the middle with. Because, yes, I think we should maintain our individuality Mm -hmm. to a certain degree. But then where does us being a couple and how do we grow together? What are we doing together that makes us grow? Because I think that's a lot of times where the boredom comes in. Like you stop growing as a person. You stop growing as a couple. And then the next thing you know, you're looking to be amused by somebody else. You're looking at, you know, whatever the case may be. So, And so right off the bat, um, you know, obviously one great way to try to spice things up is in the intimacy in the bedroom department. I think a lot of people would Mm -hmm. guess that and assume that, that we're not, you know, that's not groundbreaking. However, what I want to go over is some of the other alternatives that right. people can consider, not just in the intimacy mm-hmm. or bedroom uh, aspect of things. But um, I think in the article, it mentioned something about um, maybe facing a fear together. Right. right. Maybe we need to jump out the plane together. Uh, not that fear. Can we find something <laughs> a little bit? Can we do like maybe, I don't know. Um, what do you call those things when you're like going like a like by a zip line. Zip line. Okay. Yeah, maybe something you. like that. That's a good, that's a good conference. See, that's how you're supposed to do. A like, plane that you fall from that puppy. To, you ain't living that. You don't, you don't live to tell about it. A zip line. I feel like I could maybe survive a zip line. Exactly. A lot of screaming and hollering perhaps, but we got, we're going to touch our feet on the ground eventually. <laughs> but uh, we're going to continue with the list after this short break. So everybody stay tuned. Okay. Great. Great tips. All right, so we're back, and uh, Poppy and I have both decided we will not be jumping out of planes. We but are we, not. We might zip line, <laughs> we might rock climb indoors. <laughs> so if you're out there listening, um, potential dates for either one of us, then you know, don't ask to skydive. Thank Hell you very no. much. <laughs> Absolutely not. Awesome. So let's talk about this list, Poppy. So what really jumped out at you besides you know we're talking about not just spicing up the bedroom, but how we can you know, grow closer together, be more intimate, not just sexually, but emotionally, mentally, whatever, spiritually. So what on the list jumped out at you out of these 30 tips? Um, especially in the in the days of quarantine that mm-hmm. we sometimes have to experience, it talks about a staycation with your partner. Mm. Okay. Talk to me. So it says here, stay home, no technology, just focus on each other. I like that. Do you that. think you could go without your phone for like a whole day? I could. I fall off the grid all the time. Depending on what I'm doing, sometimes I do it just because I'm like, you know what? I want to focus on what I'm doing. I want to okay. live in the moment. 
Mm-hmm. Or if I'm hanging out with people that I don't usually see all the time, yeah, right. I want my phone away. So what would that look like for you? A staycation? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely good food. <laughs> Absolutely. Some, you always post ma- good food. <laughs> so maybe some cooking together, uh-huh. oh, you know? That's very intimate. Hey, listen, especially if, you know, if, you know, one of you uh, specializes in desserts mm-hmm. and then the other one can, you know, make some good steak or, or good chicken or whatever. Okay, so, Poppy, I'm such a romantic, okay? Um, in my mind, I immediately conjured up when you said cooking together, like one of those scenes where, um, you know, the man or the woman, however it looks in your mind. But in my mind, I was standing at the stove and then my man comes up behind me <laughs> and helps me stir. I'm like, yes, yes. Smacks a little going. ass on the way out. Okay, get out of my head, Bobby. Get out of my head. <laughs> so terrible. Listen, but that's immediately there, what came to my mind. For me personally, there is something sexy about a woman near a pot in the kitchen. Oh man, I love every, that. Like then, every man's and, fantasy. And then you smell some something good, like mm, I smell some dinner cooking. Damn, that <laughs> is something beautiful. So okay, without you've got the food, we've got the scene set in the kitchen. What else is a staycation going to consist of? You know, it's like twenty four hours. You know altogether. what? If if it was up to me, mm-hmm. um, maybe. Uh, I don't know, maybe some massages Ooh, in there. Absolutely. Or if you got a big bathtub, maybe like, you know, a little a bathtub, soaker, yeah. a good, a nice a soap together, paddles. rose yeah. petals, a little champagne, yeah. a little wine, maybe some music. Good music. Some, I got to have some good R&B. music. I would, I would <laughs> I go with R&B. Old, Give me some Keith Sweat. Give me some baby face. You did not take it back. Give me some Brian McKnight. Oh, my gosh. You know? You're such a nice Boys man. Man, you know, <laughs> give me some of that. Give it to me. Um. <laughs> of course, we gotta have something sweet. Okay, okay. I, I I gotta have some, maybe like a cheesecake or have some chocolate covered strawberries, tiramisu, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. A good movie, uh, Netflix and chill. Hey, <laughs> that's my kind of Netflix and chill. You understand what I'm saying? I know, right? Really chilling people. Not, you know, I told you um, it took a teenager to tell me what that term meant. I was so clueless. Oh, I was like, you are adorable. What is that? <laughs> that's what that means. I've been saying that to people. <laughs> Uh, so that would be, you know, the staycation okay. idea. I could definitely get behind that. Or if you live in a home and yeah. you want to do like a, a do-it-yourself project, okay. maybe. That could make you or break you, though, Poppy. Look, depending on how good the relationship is, look, you do a project together with somebody, you better make sure you're okay with the relationship because some projects can go sideways, you know. To, I mean, to me, it would be like, um, you know, if you're trying to pimp out your bathroom, maybe okay. make your bathtub bigger so that you both can soak in it together, whatever. Right, maybe right. pimping out the bathroom so you can make the bathtub bigger and yeah. enjoy your, both of yourselves yeah. more enjoyable for you. Maybe something like that. Or if you got a big garage, but you're not really mm-hmm. uh, taking advantage of the space, yeah. maybe. Or maybe he can have you know, a portion of that be his man cave or something. Maybe giving hubby a hand or your boyfriend a hand with, you know, pimping out his man cave. He would love you for that. I promise you. Okay. Every man should have a man cave. I think every woman should have, um, well, as we call it, my mom and I, a Sharanda or some area. What in the blue hell is that? A Sharanda. So my mom has an enclosed porch and she's turned it into her, like her ladies lounge. So, you know, she goes in there and um, just, does whatever she wants to do, has her plants, it's all set up. But a space, really, like you're saying, a space dedicated for your your person to have their own solitary place. Like, yep. so you're not always bumping into each other, you're not always sharing space. And you know, there's some people they could just like get up inside each other's bodies and live together all day. But I'm not one of those people. Like, I really do need my 
solitude. I need a place to go that's my own sanctuary. So, you know, I think that's very important for a relationship. And I think maybe that ought to be on this list. I'm not sure uh, it was stated this way. There was there's one of the tips that said, um, you know, one, finding something that you look forward to as a couple. But also, what are you doing to grow yourself? Like, what are some things that you're putting in front of you so that you are constantly evolving and growing and you aren't bored with you? Like, sometimes we think that it's about the relationship, the article says, but it could really be you're bored in your own life. And so you're kind of taking it out on the relationship. Mm, I like that. Mm -hmm. I really think um, there's a lot of times where we may feel that, man, I, I need something new mm -hmm. or I want to tackle some things. Like, I'll give you an example, like the podcast, like the podcast idea had, has always been something that I've thought about. Mm -hmm. I just didn't know how to go about it. Right. And, and then obviously I met you and you kind of put me under your wing and here we are. Here we are. But nine episodes later, <laughs> nine episodes later, but for a long time, I, even though I had it in my mind, I just did not know how to manifest right. that in real life. And now obviously you showed up and you pretty much have guided me on this journey and this project. And now we're, you know, letting yeah. it manifest and, so far, so good. Yeah, right. And I think that a lot of people have appreciated what we're putting out there. Uh, but it could be, you know, a project mm -hmm. together, uh, vacations. Right. Uh, or event. maybe an event. Like dinner party, you know, as much as we love food, you know, being able to throw a dinner party where you're able to invite. And, you know, I think sometimes we often think about being so focused on each other that we forget we have a network of friends. We have family that we could, you know, bring into our world to help spice things up like sometimes you've been on the island enough by yourself the two of you that it's time to let other people back into the love nest you know mm. uh honey you know uh, what do they say like honeymoon uh honeymooners um you've been on the honeymoon the honeymoon doesn't last forever like you have to open the door back up to other relationships and maybe you haven't really dealt you know dove deep into each other's friendship base or you haven't created friends of your own at that point, you know, where you've got other couples you like to do things with. I know one of the things I used to love to do, um, you know, when I was in a couple situation is go to um, like a little mini vacation, especially in the mountains um, with other couples. Away. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Where you have time as, as for me anyway, I can say it this way. I had girl time with the, you know, the wives and or the girlfriends. And then, you know, the men had their bonding time. And then we do things together as couples where we could interact and intermingle. Then everybody kind of broke off on their own and, you know, did the couples their did their own couple thing or you did your own thing as an individual. So I think those kinds of opportunities, if you can make those things happen, even if it's inviting those people to your home, like you don't have to go anywhere, but maybe you can plan to do something with a group that you might not have thought about previously. So it, um, it really does help. Another thing that we saw um, in that article was um, make date night a must. Yes. So that has to be something that should always be a thing. A non-negotiable. Um, mm -hmm. It should always be a thing. But it talks about how you both should uh, select together or alternate. Mm. You know, one chooses one place, the other one chooses another place. And 
both agreed to, all right, you choose this place and I'll go try it with you. You choose right. this place and I'll go try it with you. And no half-ass attitude, because that's my problem with things like that. You know, don't agree and then you get there and complain the whole time and, you know, say I should have chosen or this was a terrible idea. Like that goes against the whole principle of what you're trying to do. So, you know, it needs to be with a good attitude. I think we should add as well. Um, one of the things that uh, Poppy and I did as an exercise before we started the show, one of the tips said to stare deeply into each other's eyes for 30 to 60 seconds because it helps uh, create and generate more oxytocin. Yeah. And Poppy is so good with eye contact anyway, y'all. Ladies, y'all would just melt every time. I'm telling you, you would just melt every <laughs> hey, time. I love eye he contact. He looks deep man. into my eyes on the show. I can and see your soul. He can see my soul. <laughs> and I'm so transparent. I'm like Windex on the commercial. All the birds should be flying into me. But um, we tried it before the show. And I'm telling y'all, you know, even with our friendship being so rich and, you know, we've created such wonderful content together. Like that exercise really reveals things about your comfort level with the person. So I can say you and I have had some really um, deep and wide conversations that I have not had with a lot of people in my life um, that I've known for a really long time. But that exercise kind of revealed to me how close that I feel with you. I feel very safe. I didn't look away. You did make me laugh. Um, I was giggling and whatnot the whole time. But, you know, we're talking and going on. But try that. I mean, like, honestly, it really does something to deepen your your relationship when you can just sit down and not be distracted from the other person. Like too often, I feel like people aren't really listening to each other. Number one, you got a phone in front of you. You got kids in front of you. You got work in front of you. So many distractions. So many distractions. And just that simple exercise of looking into each other's eyes, like do the staring game if you don't want to talk. But let's just connect visually you know, even touching, like I'm such a hugger, Poppy, you know, I'm, I'm a toucher, I'm patting and stuff all the time. But for me, that's important. And in this day and age of COVID, when you can't make those human connections with so many different people now, like you used to, I find that is something that reinforces that just human connection, you know, like I see you, you see me and we can keep building our relationship because if you don't see your partner anymore, like if your partner's not looking at you and you're not looking at them anymore, well, at least the door open for problems with other people. Because if we are not spending that time cultivating each other, what are we doing? You know? And let me just chime in on something with, with this discussion is when you as an individual start feeling that boredom, um, or maybe that the relationship is getting stale. It's important to have that discussion mm-hmm. uh, because what's the alternative? If you keep it to yourself and you stay status quo, yeah. it's just going to get worse. A relationship is going to fade to black. And mm-hmm. it's going to start to fade. And if you're not careful, then the passion starts to uh, die out. Mm-hmm. And then once the passion starts dying out, then, a lot of things start to go. Then other things start to play out. Mm-hmm. Like you start thinking about breaking up or you start entertaining other people, mm-hmm. whether it be for emotional purposes or physical purposes. Right. Um, so, you know, you, you might be more prone or susceptible to infidelity. Exactly. Um, but here's the thing. I feel like when people have this discussion, they need to come from the aspect of, hey, I'm not trying to leave you. I just want to try to enhance and improve the relationship. Right. Uh, so when I say that I'm bored or when I say that things are getting too stale, it just means that we need to 
make some changes, try mm-hmm. some new things, do more exploration, right. whether it be in and out of the bedroom or, you know, with intimacy or just with other activities mm-hmm. that we both want to look into or that we both want to accomplish. Right. Um, I, I saw in the article that it was talking about, um, talking about each other's childhood dreams. Mm -hmm. Like as a child, what did you enjoy doing? What did you want to grow up doing? And things like that, just so you can kind of get a sense of some of that. And listen, I love doing things that remind me of my childhood. When I go to the Hornets games, so my dad used to take me as a kid all the time. So I used to go to the Hornets games all the time growing up. And they're like my first uh, first love when it comes to sports. So whenever I go to a Hornets game, even now as a man, I still remember those times right. when my father would take me. Right. So it just brings me joy, even if they don't win. Oh, <laughs> and being oh, a Hornets fan, it, it could be a roller coaster with that. Right. But, um, you know, it reminds yeah. me of my childhood. It reminds me of good things from my childhood. Um, and even talking about that, like reminiscing together, like our good times together as a couple. You know, if you're stuck on that, though, I will say be careful, because if all you can do is talk about the good times you used to have, that is really a problem. But when you can go back and flash back on, you know, trips you've taken that were, you know, real memorable or new things that you tried, sometimes that conversation will generate and spike up the desire to do something new again because you do have that shared bond that shared connection and those shared stories and those things do help tie you together sometimes people don't stay together because of the um where they are they stay together because of where they've been and again i don't advise that that's the only way you should stay together as a couple i do believe that you should continue to grow because as i always say to you know, my kids, whoever's listening, if you're not growing, you're dying. Mm. And so the relationship, if it's not growing, it is dying. And you need to you need to really dig in if you want to save it and keep it and, you know, keep a tree has to be pruned. And sometimes it means maybe we need to look at things that we need to get rid of because we're not spending enough time with each other or, you know, we're doing too much outside of each other. And that's why we're bored and we're stale or um identify your priorities right you know maybe you're making something a priority that maybe should be taking a back seat yes. you know because oftentimes right a lot of people either will exert all their energy on their kids or their job mm-hmm. but the person or people that in, ends up suffering are their loved ones around them because yeah. they are so um, you know, hung up on their job or mm-hmm. their, and listen, don't get me wrong. I, I think you should always be, you know, dedicate time to your children, but you got to find a help, a healthy balance of being a great parent and also being a good partner. Yes. Uh, and I can show, I can tell you within my family, um, where I've seen where, um, religion became a big part of the relationship however because the religion responsibilities and devotion was taking so much of their time Mm -hmm. they were not handling their business at home Mm -hmm. and i saw that lead to a separation and divide ultimately so balance and moderation and we also got to be aware that um just because you met him in 2000 well 
Now it's 2022. He could he could have changed a lot. Right, he you might, could too. <laughs> and you you could right. have also evolved and changed. You should have. I so think. Yeah. you might not be the same person that you were in college, or you know when right. you were in your mid twenties, or whenever you guys first met, compared to where you are now. So it's important to also yeah assess, really evaluate, yeah. evaluate and assess who you have evolved as a person and individual and how you guys have evolved as a relationship. Mm -hmm. So assuming that he still is into the same stuff or assuming that he's only pursuing the same stuff that he was when he was a 20 year old or 20 something year old compared to, you know, 10 or 15 mm -hmm. years later, I think it's important to, to touch base on what new interests you have or right. what new uh, aspirations yeah. you have. Well. Um, Listen, I, I really recommend everybody get a chance. We've got the um, hot link in the description, in the show description. This article is definitely worth uh, diving into and maybe take some of these things and use them for yourself. You know, take the list and, uh, you know, maybe start from the bottom and work your way up to the top uh, and see it does it help. I mean, you got to start somewhere, you know, getting out of the love boredom rut. So if you want to keep this relationship and that's something I think people really do have to ask themselves, do I really want to stay where I am? Is this the right relationship for me? Am I in the right place for who I am in this season of my life? Um, but I think this list can really help people generate the right energy, uh, at least to be able to answer that question. Honestly, after you've tried all you can try, then again, assess, reevaluate, and come to terms with what what do we need to do now? Well, here's, might be therapy, you know. Maybe it, you need to go to couples be, therapy. But we also have to um, be mindful that if you're trying to push somebody to try something new, you also need to know who they are as a person mm -hmm. and realize that okay, this is just out of their nature, and they're and not be okay with that. And, and yeah, and. Um, so for some people, it can be quite the task to get outside of their nature mm -hmm. or to get outside of their comfort zone. So you maybe have to be patient or you have to be cognizant of the kind of individual and the kind of personality traits that they have. Right. Like I mentioned before, I like having fun. I like being adventurous. But there is no way in the blue hell that you're going to convince me to jump off a plane <laughs> or to do something like that. Absolutely. Because... That's just not my cup of tea. And right. I'm not a big fan of heights. Right. But again, you know, we say it every show and we will not not say it this one. Communication, communication, communication mm -hmm. uh, and open, honest communication, like not really hiding your true self from the other person because they deserve to know those things about you up front, if possible, when it's appropriate. You know, uh, the other person gets to have a chance at you know, lining up with the right person for them, as opposed to you showing me your representative. I think that's the right person. But then five years down the road, the real person starts peeking out mm. for the show. And I'm like, that to me is very unfair and very selfish, quite honestly, that you're not, if you don't feel safe enough to really tell somebody your truth, that probably isn't the right person for you. I mean, if we're really, we're going to get raw on this show and that's what we promised you, you guys, like, and, and I will say that for myself, I have hidden myself from, from important relationships in my life. Um, many times prior to, you know, the last few years of my life. And it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair for me to not really put my full personality and my full energy out there, but because I thought I needed to dim myself down for people to handle me, 
But I've discovered, you know, you get all of this or you get none of it. And, you know, if I don't show you who I am, you are going to get a different version of me thinking that that's who I, that's the top level who I am. And then I show up with all this extra <laughs> shit and you're like, who are you? Like, who the hell just took your body and put you in this place? Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. Like, it's really one of the things that I'm glad that I've evolved from is, is hiding who I really am from somebody, because if they're not the person for me. They're not the person for me. And me hiding who I am isn't fair to either of us. Or trying to change them or change yourself. Right. That you can do you can do that for a week or two. You can pull it off. You can fake it. But then eventually your true colors are gonna come out. Um the fabric of the fabric of who you are doesn't go away. Right. And then eventually you're gonna go back to what you know and who you are. Right. And then that person's gonna be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Like, I didn't cost. know you were, I didn't know you were like this or I didn't know yeah. this is how you were. So that's why it's important, man. Be yourself, Absolutely. Um, you know, be upfront um, and keep it 100 as the kids say. All the way, all the way. Well, this has been another good show. Um, we've enjoyed it. And we want to say a huge shout out to everyone who, again, um, shared our show on your social media. Our winner today was Jamie Lynn. We want to give her a shout out and a a huge um, thank you and hope you enjoy that $50 gift card at Firebirds. So um, be, be, stay in tune. Um, Keep following us, liking us, sending us your show comments. Uh, We're going to keep putting out the good content for you and going to keep having some, some fun with you guys um, as we go along. So Poppy, that's it for us. We'll see you next time. Talk to y'all soon, good people. Have a good weekend. Thanks for joining us today on The Relationship Cycle with Jorge and Nelsa. Do you have show ideas? Email us at jorgeandnelsa at gmail.com. Follow us on Spotify or anchor.fm for more great shows.